0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I'll update you on the recent performance of the billion dollar functional CPG brand portfolio that owns both Premier Protein and Diamatized Nutrition. But before we get started, I would love if you took 55 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. The gang's all here again, which should be huge news for Premier Protein heading into the back half of its fiscal year. I'll decode what I meant in that introductory statement a bit later in this content, but On May 8th of 2023, Bellring Brands updated the public markets by releasing its 2023 second quarter earnings report that covers the period ending April 2nd of 2023. I'll be utilizing that financial information along with the earnings call commentary and like any relevant publicly disclosed news to obviously update you on the recent performance of the brands in that portfolio but also use it as the backdrop to discuss market insights within the active nutrition formats of liquids, powders, and bars. That being said, let's start with some revenue numbers. Net sales for Bellring brands this quarter was $385.6 million. That was up 22.3% year-over-year, which is comprised of a positive 17.8% in pricing and then 4.5% increase in volume. If we are looking at a quarter-over-quarter perspective, Bellring Brands also saw its revenue grow 6.3%. Looking at the sales by brand, Premier Protein had net sales that were up 26.2% year-over-year. This is coming from a substantial pricing increase, but brand volumes were also up 6.2% year-over-year. If we just isolate the Premier Protein RTDs, That product category for the brand had net sales that were up 22.5% year-over-year, again from strong price increases, but the RTDs also had volumes that were up 5.2%. Now, looking at Diametize Nutrition, that brand had net sales that were up 10.5% year-over-year. This was driven by a 11.9% improvement in price, which was partially offset by a 1.4% decrease in volume. That volume reduction was driven by lapping discontinued products. Bowering brands has also mostly hidden, like the quarterly performance of the other category, aka the Power Bar brand at this point, mostly because the sales have become immaterial to the portfolio. Now, I want to shift this content into two deep dives. I'll start with the Premier Protein RTD Shakes before moving on to the diamondized Protein Powders. Overall, the RTD's liquids subcategory of convenient nutrition has shown extremely strong growth during the last three years compared to historical rates. This effect did start to fade from April to September of 2022, but has now roared back at the end of 2022 and into early 2023 to about three to four times the historical average in that subcategory. While the brand has faced an episodic combination of capacity constraints, strong comparatives, little to no trade promotions, and a voluntary product recall, Premier Protein has been able to overcome each at the highest level. The club channel, which is by far the biggest sales channel for Premier Protein RTDs, was up 17.8%. The brand's second and third biggest sales channels of mass retail and grocery were up and even more impressive, 37.9% and 27.3% year-over-year, respectively. Premier Protein also saw its e-commerce revenue increase again nicely this quarter, but it's still down on a last 52-week comparative basis. Overall, consumption trends for both tracked and untracked channels for Premier Protein RTDs was up 21.9% year-over-year, which was another quarter-over-quarter improvement that helped improve the last 52-week consumption trend from slightly up last quarter to now up mid-single digits. Consumption outpaced shipments in the quarter on improved retail stock positions to meet strong seasonal demand. If you look at the same quarter in 2022, you'll see a similar consumption versus shipments trend, as it's a typical seasonality-based performance. Leadership did note that while retailers are getting back to normalized inventory levels, internal inventory will continue to be tight into early 2024. Household penetration for the entire Premier Protein brand is at 14.2%, which has fallen from its high in calendar year 2021, but was up slightly from last quarter. This overall softening of brand household penetration could stem from deal-seeking buyers temporarily exiting due to lack of promotions. It's important to note that Premier Protein does still lead the category in household penetration. Premier Protein market share spiked 1.4 percentage points from last quarter, reaching 19.1% of the total RTDs liquids category of convenient nutrition. with. The full range of flavors and promotional activity returning soon, the brand should see that market share climb back up even more. Just a quick note on a different Premier Protein format, the powder SKUs are growing at an astounding 123% year-over-year off the back of its first-ever national marketing campaign. This seems to be both incremental to rtd shake sales and beneficial towards the brand's overall household penetration i'd expect more new product development to come in powders soon for the premier protein brand and that's a good transition to now shifting the content towards the diametized nutrition protein powders and just like the rtd liquids subcategory of convenient nutrition has shown an extremely strong growth over the last few years. The same thing is happening on the ready-to-mix powders subcategory. In this quarter, it grew 24% year-over-year. That categorical growth is a strong propellant for the dimatized brand and has seen huge consumption gains across almost all sales channels over the last 13 weeks and is now the top-selling or the second-ranked performance protein brand in most of its key retailers. Mass retail was up 62%, grocery was up 94%, specialty was up 47%, and e-commerce was up 38%. Now, the only blemish comes from the club channel, and this happened because a wholesale club partner pushed back on price increases last year and then subsequently dropped the brand, but then changed their mind as all protein powder brands had to increase prices. Diamantize was the number one item in that club account set for powders, so it was a temporary discontinuation that is now remedied. Overall, even though the brand was facing some very strong comparable numbers from throughout calendar year 2022, total dollar consumption sales of Diamantize in tracked and untracked channels still grew this quarter at an impressive 38.3%, and 29.5% for the last 52 weeks. Powders are becoming more mainstream, and the category proliferation has created an environment where more consumers are purchasing performance nutrition position products at grocery stores and mass retailers. This is a central reason why total distribution points and all commodity volume percentage for Diamantize are at all-time highs for the brand even with the inflationary price actions that it had to take over the last year. So let's just kind of shift into a quick Bellring Brands operational update. Firstly, gross profit margin in the quarter was 30.4% of net sales, which was up a strong 280 basis points year-over-year. This year-over-year positive spike in gross margins can be attributed to substantial pricing actions to offset significant inflation and lapping logistics inefficiencies that have now been remedied. It's important to note that Bellring brands did see margin deterioration sequentially at 320 basis points, quarter over quarter. Good news is that with protein costs continuing to fall swiftly, both Premier Protein and Diamantinis will start seeing some margin expansion. That being said, leadership has already noted that this will be allocated towards kind of restarting promotions and marketing spends that have been put on hold. So to not like exacerbate supply constraint problem on the Premier Protein brand. And that's probably a good transition to talk about what I was mentioning in that introduction. In the recent weeks, Premier Protein has been able to bring back its bananas and cream, the cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll flavors. Additionally, they were able to bring back, I think it was a limited summer edition of their root beer float flavor. being that these were all like the bottom, like slowest velocity skews for the brand, it speaks to the comfort that Bellring Brand's leadership has in its production expansion plans. In the latest quarter, they saw double-digit production growth and expect to have incremental capacity in 2024, north of 20%. How? Well, I've talked about this extensively in previous content, but the company has a plan they are executing on for additional supply, which includes adding capacity to existing co-manufacturing network, expanding the co-manufacturing network overall, and having former Big Papa post holdings build an aseptic processing facility to produce RTD shakes for them. Additionally, the footprint in each of these new facilities is much larger and allows for a quicker ramp-up in the case of adding more production lines. For example... The post-holdings facility will start with four production lines, but has the space for 10. That sets Premier Protein up for many years of robust growth in its RTD Shakes business. You might be wondering how a billion-dollar RTD Shake product line that's already the market leader can grow hundreds of millions of dollars more each year. Remember, for one, Premier Protein hasn't been able to do much marketing or pull really any substantial promotional levers over the last probably year or so. Secondly. They didn't have their full lineup of flavors on shelves at most retailers until very recently. And then finally, they are severely underdistributed in the grocery and mass channels. So there's really a lot of upside left in the brand, believe it or not. And that doesn't even consider dimatize continuing its growth story.